Welcome to the Unfiltered by Jade, where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined. I look forward to entertain, educate, and inspire. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, donate, and make everybody know about this. Welcome to another episode of The Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have an awesome person with us. Her name is Kay and she's going to be telling us all about housing, what to look for, what not to look for, the expectations, and everything that goes along with it. So, um, hi Kay. Hi, good. Hi, how are you? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm fine. Okay. So we have a number of questions, but before that, can you just introduce yourselves to the persons listening to the podcast? Okay. So my name is Kay. I'm a real estate agent for the past six years. Um, I love I love real estate. I love interior decoration. So basically I love everything that has to be ho- to do with house. Yeah, that she loves everything that has to do with <laughs> Persons are interested in finding out what to do with their house. You can just reach out, and I'll definitely give you the link to K. What yes. we need to find out is rent or buy. What is the preference? What you think people should do? I mean, not every day people have the money to go and buy homes. So, what, but what is the preferred rent or buy? Because sometimes people are paying two hundred and something for a house when it's better they use that as a mortgage. Am I correct? You're correct, but then again, it depends on the person. You you have people that don't want the responsibility of having to maintain the premises. So renting somewhere is okay for them. You have those people. While you have some people that, yeah, mortgage, they want to own their own house, so paying $200,000 is fine. Um, the mar- mortgage... Mm-hmm. So interest rate is high. Let's just let's just put it out there. Interest mm-hmm. rate is high. It's not everybody's able to afford a, afford a home, and to know that you want to purchase a home. You example, you want to purchase a home. You're getting eighty thousand dollars per month for pay mm-hmm. after tax. There is no way you're going to be able to afford somewhere in Kingston, not and definitely. then. For the past couple of years, let's not say any street lend you $6.5 million. At the end of the day, that's not enough. Right? Mm. So some people will just let me wait until my, my position is better when I can be able to afford something else. Or let me spend that 6.5. Let me spend that 6.5 million. Probably I need to buy a lot and bill on. Instead okay. of buying a house, mm, right. but 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 looking at it, is it mm-hmm. is it better to buy a lot and build a house or just buy a house? I mean, people have the idea that they want to have their own dream house. They know they want they want to build their homes, but am I spending more money by buying a lot and building a house, or is it equivalent to 
seen a house and purchasing it? Well, it goes back to if it's a case that you're going to buy a lot, you just have to tell yourself that if so, I'm going to have to buy a lot in the hills because the reality is the lots on the flats are pricey. Mm, okay. You, mm. It's like 50 to even 50, $50 million is a little bit of money to buy a lot. Wow. Right? And it's either you're going to find somewhere in an area where you don't want or you will have to there is you have to compromise. Okay. Yes. You have a lot of clients out there that they want this and this is what they want. So they are willing to just wait for here is before they actually get it because this is what this is what they actually want and they're not willing to compromise. But okay. when you're when you say that I am going to do house hunting, you have to keep an open mind that you're not going to get the perfect house that you want at the perf- at the price at the price range that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe instead of house, you will have to go and get a land. Okay. Okay. Right. So you have to you have to you have to go into the market with an open mind. Right, because example, um, I have a client, um, he's in the army, and he he's qualified for fifteen million dollars, and he wants a house in Aberdeen. Mm. The reality is, it's hard to get a house in Aberdeen for fifteen million dollars. Wow. Right, so, but, so you have to probably look at a different place now to say, okay, let me get yes. a house there, which you don't necessarily want. Want that area, even even if even if Patrick City, um, Washington, Washington, Patrick City, the house is going for twenty something million dollar. It makes sense. That's why you have so many people still paying rent for homes. Yeah, home. so that's why you have people still yeah. paying rent because they want and what people don't understand is that you can you can make a home your dream home Mm, yes yes that's that's a question that i was coming to in terms of um fixer uppers or a new house and why and i ask that because if it is that i see a house and it is not the exact way that I want the house to be. Mm-hmm. Would it be would it be better I buy the house and then fix it up? I mean it's gonna it's gonna be more money because I'm gonna be investing. But the the as I said, I'm gonna be buying the house, I'm gonna be fixing it up to my liking, but at least I'm investing in something that is gonna be mine and how I want it to look. Exactly. And the thing is it's not really a preference as in you are because if it's a case that it's based on budget, right? Right. Because if it's a case that you're qualified for $25 million right. and you're able to purchase, a, there is there is new, new apartments on the market at that price range mm-hmm. or there is a house on, you, you now get new house. In Jamaica for to not let's not say in Jamaica in Kingston for twenty five million dollars, it's it's going to be 
all out, so you're gonna have to do some fixing. Work on. It's just work right? on. But you can always turn that home into a dream home. And what's happening is that you you fixing it up increase your increase the price of your property. So right. you purchase it for $25 million and you invest. You change the tiles, you change the windows. When it's when it's time that you want to sell that house, the price is going to go up. Go up. Right. Right. Because you improve and you maintain that property. Right. Right. Um, I know, I know. I don't know about how much it's done in Jamaica where people would buy houses um, that are probably old house and fix it up. I'm not quite sure how much it's done, but I'm seeing, because I've seen vlogs mm-hmm. and people probably in the US that they prefer to buy houses where yes. um, they, will, they will have a structure or they will see a structure and say, oh, I love this house, but I'm going to take out, I, I'm seeing a lot of interior stuff where people will take out, let me take out the kitchen and put in the the how I want the sink to be how I want it I see it more being overseas than in Jamaica. I, I'm yeah. not, I, it's more yeah. it's more overseas than here because personally personal I think that Jamaican people just I want this and this is what I want. They are not open minded and say listen if I buy this um I can turn it into this something else. I can buy this piece of garbage and turn it into gold. They're not thinking yeah. like that. They're thinking I like think, I I'm think not, let's not say think the money. Yes. Let's not say think it's the money. Because to know that you have to you're going to invest fifteen million dollar in purchasing something and then you have to go spend an additional three million dollars mm-hmm. to fix it up. Mm-hmm. You have to question where are you going to get that addi- additional three million dollars for from to get it done. To and get by the time you finish exactly. taking up the loan to even buy exactly. the house, probably it's not moving ready. Probably, probably it's not something that you know what I can live in live into this one bedroom and just fix up the, the other two bedroom. So probably it's not moving ready. Probably I have to go and fix the ceiling. Probably the ceiling is leaking and all of those stuff. So when you're going out there and doing purchase, there's a lot of stuff that you have to think about. Oh, interesting. Um, how do you evaluate hosting cost? Well, for me, I always, I prefer to tell my clients to do a valuation. Because as a realtor, I don't do valuation. Well, speaking speaking about as a realtor, mm-hmm. let me let me ask this question before you continue with this. What exactly is your job as a realtor? As a is it is it is it, is it I call you and I say, okay, I need a five bedroom and I want it in this area. You can find it for me, please. That and that would be the job to find the house. And I say, okay, I want it between this and this cost and you find it is that the job is that your job (laughs) well my job is not only that for me um i like to carry my clients through straight through the process so sometimes you will have client that whatsapp text me on instagram or whatsapp me and say okay i'm looking for a house this is my budget 
and we start talking, we start getting to know each other. And first, I'm going to know, are you buying cash or mortgage? Marg- and mm-hmm. the person mortgage, are you pre-qualified already? Because what happened is that we need a pre-qualification letter to prove that this is how you're going to purchase the, like, purchase the premises. And when mm-hmm. you're submitting the offer to purchase, you need that letter. So, and it it can take a time because you need to you need to carry in your job letter to the mortgage institution, your pay slip, and all of those stuff. So it can take a time. So, if it's a case that you're not pre qualified already, I said okay then. Um, I will say JN. I like J. I love JN. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I will like JN have a nice interest rate, and I have mortgage reps at JN that I work with with previous clients. So I will send them the contact. Contact this person. Contact this person. And I will work I will call the rep and say, did 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 Jade call? Um did she give you all the documents already? So I work straight through the process. Okay. Right? Um if it's a case that we per we finish purchase contracts you get your keys and everything and you want to do any fixing you can always call me okay um this is what it is you can get it here so i please my client to the i try to please my client to the fullest nice so you're offer all kind of service yes so it's not real real estate is not just being at one shop yeah because evil after if even after once once the offer is submitted and the vendor which is the the, the person that's selling the premises accept the offer um it's sent over to the lawyer from there both like both the both the purchase and the sell, the selling lawyer in contact so you will see that sometimes my clients will text me what is this is this is what this is what and i am like okay then i will contact the i will contact the lawyer to get the information for you that is not something that i am supposed to do but i still go up my way and ensure that my client is comfortable mm. you go above and beyond to ensure that your client gets what they they're paying for because the thing is you know i i'm gonna I'm just going to praise you for that because many persons, it's just a one-stop shop. You, I mean, in terms of how they do stuff, sorry, it's not necessarily a one-stop shop for persons. Sometimes people just want to get straight to the point. This is it. I'm only doing this after this. I'm not yes. doing this. You're it's gonna only to get the pay. But for me, right. it's not. But, right, because you love your job. So therefore, because you love your job, you're doing everything to make your clients comfortable and in turn of what you're doing means that now you're getting a word of mouth. So people know I'm saying, hey, you know, I work with Kay from wherever, wherever. And she's good. She took me through the she took me through the process and she has helped me. She even helped decorate my house, whatever. So in turn you get more clients just by loving what you do and your approach to how you go about your job, which is good. Thanks. <laughs> So I want to know, right, so going back now to how do you evaluate housing? Is it you, you evaluate it based on, okay, as we are talked about, the structure? Is it an dilapidated house? Is it something as, that I stated, as I stated before, um, 
for me, I don't. I try not to do it because at the end of the day, I don't want to tell my client, listen, sell this house for $20 million. And then a next house down the road is selling, comes up on the market a day after for $30 million. Then my client is going to be like, why did you tell me $20 million when something is selling down the road for $30 million? So I always mm-hmm. recommend that you do a valuation. What the valuation, what the valuator do, they will come in and they will do their they will the job they will do their job and they will tell you how much the premises is valued so therefore right. i can use that valuation report and say okay then do you want to sell it at the market price or do you want to go down a bit mm, okay okay so they're the one that made that decision yes um <laughs> Client is the one that made the decision what they want to sell the premises for. Um, sometimes clients do go over the price. Okay. You just have to allow it, allow them to. I can't tell them don't. I am not going to sell it for this price. It's either okay. I accept the listing or I don't. Mm, okay. Okay. Right. Um. Sometimes I will say, okay, then. Um. You want to sell it for this price? Uh, in my opinion, it's going to be on the market for a while, but we can test. We can test. We can do a test run. So is if it's on the market for six months and if nobody's interested, let us just go down with a price. Because I mean months I and mean, see what's going on. Right. Because I mean, if it is that you had stated before about a house in a it's in a particular neighborhood and i'm learning this as i go along so if it is a house in a particular neighborhood first of all people look at the neighborhood where the house is and they then say okay i want this particular house here and if it is that as i say the house somebody say okay let's sell this for 30 and then they realize what somebody else two 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 houses away selling it their own for 50 i could have sold mine more um so for me, it's a thing of also knowing where the house is for, for persons to even say, okay, if the house is in an uptown area, obviously, or if it's in an area where people, and going back to the second point, where people keep their surroundings clean, they maintain the place that whatever it is, the house is obviously going to be at a higher rate than for a place where you have broken down houses, um, there's no maintenance, there is the house them just not look good. They have been lost. They have been forgotten. You're not gonna get a good read. That's true. <laughs> but, so right. It depends on the condition where it's located. It depends on all of that. Right. right. It also depends on what what the the cost the market cost is because if it's a case I live in, I live in Barbican and all houses in Barbie. Most houses in my area selling for $25 million or $50 million. I'm not going to sell my house for $15 million. Nope. Right? I'm going to compare what my next door neighbor sell her house for. Right. If it's a case that my my next door neighbor have alarm system man, 24-hour security, and electronic gates 
and all swimming pool and all and she's selling for 50 and i don't have those stuff then i know that i can't sell my premises for 50 thousand 50 million dollars because i don't have those stuff right right so it's really dependent on the surrounding houses that made the that made that house a value whether it's up or down whether it is in between it's the surrounding areas and how the, the area is and how the house is that make up the evaluation for the house. So people out there, when it is that you are getting a house, get an evaluator. If it is that your realtor don't offer that service, get an evaluator, let them evaluate the place first, and then you move on from there because that's important. So you know how much money you're supposed to be getting and how much money you're not supposed to be getting. What I also want to find out is what are the pros and the cons well, let's start out with the cons. What are the cons of being a realtor? What are some things that um, people don't know? Because many people don't know what it is to be a realtor. You know? They just know, say, okay, somebody I called. Because I've had realtors before. And I've seen parents have realtor and I call him. Um, you can't find a house for me for, um, I want a two-bedroom. Two and I only can pay, let's say, $35,000 or $40,000. Can you find it? And I'm a magician work to happen and <laughs> find a home that is <laughs> and so true that is so true um the cons of being a realtor is that guess what you get to travel all over in jamaica because i that's am not... a pro yeah that's a pro sorry the cons of being a realtor is that um it's not easy People think it's so easy and like you just sell a house and that's it. People always mm -hmm. saying that realtor is rich. Nothing like that. So <laughs> you have <laughs> you're laughing. This so I I have I in the past I have a client, right? She was looking a premises for her mom. She lives in the state and she came she came down. She was looking at premises for her mom. And she, it, in Mandeville, I live in Kingston. Right. So the process is when a client contact you, what you do is you send, you will ask them what what is it that they are looking for? What are some of the amenities they want? What are some of the areas? What are their budgets? And all of those stuff. Um, she told me her budget was $30 million. Okay, right. that's fine. I sent her a list of stuff that was in Mandeville. Let, I think I sent her like about 10 to, <clears throat> 10 to 12 properties. She wanted oh. to see all 12 properties. Wow. Okay, that is fine. I could <laughs> I can't show her all 12 premises on the same day. So right. therefore, I I don't I think it was I had to go to Mandeville like four times. Nice. So I'm traveling mm -hmm. from Kingston to Mandeville four days. No man. And then this then this lady said, Oh, we change our mind. We're no longer interested in purchasing. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have me coming to Mandeville for four times from Kingston 
and showing you 12 premises and you're not interested in looking at none of them. That none is why them. you're Okay. Uh, that's one for me. Um, the second one is sometimes it's hard to get listings. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get it because I am a bit, let's say I'm a bit antisocial. So it's hard for me to go out there and get listings and so I am a bit I'm a bit selling agent. I will look the premises for my clients. Right. That's me. Um in the development market now, <laughs> it's a bit tricky because most developers, some developers don't want to list their premises to clients to realtors because they don't want they don't want the premises to be to be on the MLS. And what does that mean? Or the MLS system is a global system, so all realtor is like this one group that all right. all realtor have access to. So if it, you can list something on the MLS and I see it. Mm, right, okay. so it's not only on the web and the company website, but there's an MLS website that every all realtors in Jamaica can see the listing. Okay. So yeah, you realize that some developers don't want to go, don't want to list MLS, and they want to sell the premises on their own, and it's just it is it's not easy. It's it's hard. You have good days and you have bad days. Mm. What, right. What, what, my my thing about that is that um I don't promise anybody. I am driving from Kingston to Monday before times to look for a house <laughs> for you to tell me that um you don't you're not interested anymore. Yes, I mean the proper thing to do is because it's your job. It's something that you decided you want to do so you're supposed to be, okay no problem and it really it, it shouldn't it shouldn't really bother you because i mean nobody's nothing is final unless the on until the paper is signed and the transaction is done so nothing exactly is nothing is final and something, there is something that would come out in me that probably should have come out at the time because <laughs> And I have wasted gas money. And that is why I don't do certain jobs. So I'm going to say kudos to you again for doing that. Sometimes, because, um, sometimes yeah. it's just a test. And that person, even though sometimes you have to keep you cool and you have to still be, okay, that's fine. Um, I hope uh, I hope I can help you in the future or whatever. But that same person can recommend you to somebody else that actually do a purchase right so you just have some people that like today my one of my co-workers was telling me how she have this premises that's in Otterius and during the whole pandemic thing somebody called her he was interested in looking at the premises and they set up a date so the Sunday, she said, okay, then she gets up early because it's 10 o'clock is her showing. She gets up early and she's on her way to Ocherius. Calling mm-hmm. the person, she can't get the person. Mm-hmm. 
So she said, okay, then let me no. get, let me get, let me go somewhere to get breakfast. It's hard to get breakfast because most places is closed. So she finally right. finds somewhere. She'll make her harder sitting in the car waiting for her, waiting on her meal to come. She tried calling back this person. Finally get it. She's like, oh, oh, I'm still in Kingston. Can, no, no, no. can you WhatsApp me? No. Okay, then. Um, So she's like, so what time you are going to get here? He's leaving out now. Okay, then that's fine. Um, She gave him like a hour. Call back. Where are you? Oh, I have an emergency and I am unable mm-hmm. to make it. Mm-hmm. No. So, and I am like, so, and you're, you're not you don't say that you should have called to say Miss Brown I am unable to make it sorry sorry for making you drive from Kingston to Ocho I don't think think that persons are not good communicators sometimes and it causes issues where they don't know how to deal with they don't know how to deal with persons because that's persons valuable time you you have just wasted and that is a big con because people gonna waste your time People going to people going to step over you and waste your time and they are gonna feel like it's not an issue and they should do what they're doing because they're looking the house and you are supposed to help them to get it because that is your job. And that for me is that is why I am not a realtor. That is why I don't have that patience, I don't have that drive, and I don't think I'm going to do so well as how you're doing doing that. <laughs> I know well at it. One of the for me, one of the big things is that my job is not safe. It's not something that I have a security sitting at the gate. It's not safe because sometimes I don't know who my client is. I have never seen my client in my life. We have never have a personal conversation. So my job is never safe. Right? Because mm, I am true. just meeting Tom for the first time in my life. I don't know if Tom is trying to rob me. Right. Or do something bad. Do something so bad. So there's no real know. security there. So you're just going there with Jesus. Yes. I am going there with mm. Jesus. So sometimes <laughs> sometimes when I am going on showing, I have, I have my exit points. I'm not going to park... I'm not going to park somewhere that I have to go and reverse out because okay. I can't reverse that perfect. Okay. So I always park front out. I always look at my surrounded. I always show up a bit early so I can see your surroundings and my surrounding. I can probably talk to the neighbor. Probably right. talk to the neighbor. If it's a complex, I can always talk to the security. And I will, will I, I'm going to show apartment this, you know. You can just walk on that block because I don't know my... Yeah. Right. So To make sure that you're, you're, you're safe also. Ensure that I am safe. Right? That, that, I'm always telling somebody where I am. Like, right. And that's important. That's when I'm in the office, I'm like, I'm going to do a show in at five, five, five Lane Avenue. Right. So if it's a case people that nobody hear from me, somebody they know, know where you I are. Go. And people yeah. can go and see. 
that's 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 something that yeah i think people should do that when they have a job like that that there's no security there is nothing there to protect you you have to sometimes protect yourself so i think that's important people let let people know where you're going when mm-hmm. you're doing things because we don't know what can take place we don't know what can happen we don't know who is who exactly. so we have to ensure that we try and take care of ourselves what we're gonna do now we're gonna go on a short break and then right after this we'll come right back okay hello and welcome back to the unfiltered by jade we're speaking with Kay. she's our realtor and we're speaking about the pros and the cons the fixer uppers um how to evaluate the housing and what exactly it is that a realtor do we're also speaking about securing ourselves and making sure that we are okay so after we show a house we can come back out without people wondering where we're at or whatever happened to us when we went to show the house i want to know give me three pros one of the pros that you have started before is that it's easy for you to yeah i mean it's not a stagnant job where you're one place your job takes you all over the island all over the island I, I love that. It must be exciting because you get to travel. You don't get to sit on one place in an office and, and dilly-dally. You actually get to go places, even <laughs> probably places yeah. that you have, you have never visited before. Exactly. And I'm not right. the office person. I can't stay in the office. I can't stay in one area for all day, every day. I'm going to go crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> just driving out me the second thing is meeting people i meet okay. some of the um, some of my clients are amazing like mm-hmm. I love them mm. their personality that's- just meeting different different person that's right good um the mm. third is i love to know the fact that i am able to get somebody their dream home nice I, I just yes. like to see that that smile on somebody's face when they walk into a into a property and they're just like, this is mine. So you can see that expression mm. on their face. Okay, um, mm. I like this premises. Nice. nice. I mean, you, you must get a joy after, after that, after your hard work has paid off. I mean, going through the ropes, going through the process, and we know that the process sometimes, especially in Jamaica, well, not even in Jamaica, but anywhere, is the process to go through the bank, to get the documents. Sometimes it can be a bit tedious. So, I mean, after you get that process done and you have reached your finish line, why are you happy? Because you get the house and you you now feel, feel fulfilled because you have helped somebody to get what they desire, what they want or their goal. And you have seen them through their toys. It's like you have a child and you push the child. I don't even know why I'm giving this example because I don't like school. But you have a child and you're pushing them. You're pushing them to go and finish school and finish school. And after they graduate high school, the joy that you feel that your child have overcome these obstacles and have finally come out victorious. It's such a good thing. So, I mean, I can yes. understand the joy that you feel trying to get what they want. And you know that you were their backbone in helping them. So I salute you for that. Also for yeah. going above and beyond for your clients. It the is. last thing I want to find out from you mm-hmm. before we wrap up is after the house is sold, what next? What now after that? You, you get your keys and you move in. 
and you decorate your home and you sleep in your bed. Exactly. Nobody is going to call us for any other, other documents because no. everything should have been signed, no. delivered, and done. Once is it that you, because at the first, it, at first you do the showing, you look at the premises, you you look at two prem, two property, and you said, you know what, this one have show and this one have bath. I like this one better. Then you sign up your documents. You do your you give me a pre approval letter. Your your ID, your source of funds. Your ten percent because you have to pay ten percent, five to ten percent deposit. So you mm. give, you give me you give me a bank statement with all of that. I send in I send in your offer. The owner accept the offer. The the offer is sent off to the lawyer. When the offer is sent off to the lawyer, then the lawyer do the sales agreement. Then when the sales agreement is drafted up, you pay your te- you fa- your five to ten percent deposit. Right. And then now you're waiting on the bank. Not before right. before the bank do any and any transfer of funds, they will mm-hmm. ask for a surveyor report and okay. evaluation. Okay. So you have to get that. You you as the purchaser have to get those done. You have to okay. pay the you have to pay your side of the stamp duty and all those fees at the tax office, titles and all and all the GCT. And once all of that is paid for the 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 bank send over the funds and you get your keys. You're good to go. It's just time to move in, time to decorate, and just enjoy that. Enjoy your new home. Awesome. Awesome. So people mm-hmm. who are listening to you gave you a detail of how it is to go around to get that house, to get that dream house that you want. If it is that you want to rent house because the world is not a requires, everybody requires a, a, a certain amount of money or some people don't have that right now so people tend to want to rent so if it is that you want to rent or you want to do the mortgage or sorry rent or even get your own home um she has given a procedure on how to go about doing these things you can either decide that you want to get an already done homes or you you want to get a home to pick up whichever whichever it is that you desire um it is it's your choice. Go for it and find a great realtor. You have Kay here. Find a great realtor to help you and go through the process. She goes above and beyond for her clients. Yes, so I do. There is, we know that's why we, we are cheering you on in a cheerleader uniform and everything. Because we know so you do the work and we're here telling people say you do your work for your clients then. So I want to thank you so much, Kay, for being on the podcast today. We really, truly, enjoyed you being on the, pod- the podcast you gave so much detailed information things that persons don't generally know because i just think that for realtors they are rich and they have money and you know we sometimes we sometimes and i'm putting myself in there expect sometimes we call a realtor and the realtor is supposed to deliver you know and and it doesn't work that way all the time so we just want to tell you thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Thank you also for putting yourself out there for persons who need you because we need you. And for those who are listening, if you're looking for a home, you're looking for a house, you're looking for whatever it is, you're looking to decorate, 
you know where to go. So I want to thank you and we'll definitely see you again next week, Tuesday on The Unfiltered. Thank you.